Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Hesterville. Would be a little weird. Nobody, nobody is would be, you know, know what to do if one day you're just driving down Main Street in Hesterville and all of a sudden there's a strange brew there. You know, I I come from the Hesters. I have I have Hesters in my family. There you go. So maybe I have some claim to Hesterville. I might can make some moves there. We'll see if we can make it happen. I what can't we, even make I can't even make moves in my own household. What am true. I talking about? Yeah, I have right. no I have no pull whatsoever whatsoever. Everybody, everybody has more power outside of their house than in their house. Every man anyway. That's true. You know. Like around town, I'm a mover and a shaker. I'm not just talking about my gut. I'm talking about I can make things happen. But in my <laughs> own home, nothing. Nothing. I'm second fiddle. A mover and a shaker. I'm a go-getter. The power lies in our hands. Right there. Right there in the palm of my hand. Wherever you are. Just leave it there. Yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, you're looking for strange. You're looking for a great morning. You started off with strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. You go there, you get it shipped to your house, and you can have a delicious cup of coffee every morning. Just the same as we're getting here in Starville and Tupelo. Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. They have got a great selection. Got some great stuff on sale right now. If you go to the website, collegecornerstore.com, and you click on the uh, the on sale tab, you'll find what I'm talking about. They got pullovers, sweatshirts, T-shirts, all stuff up to 50% off in some instances. And then, of course, just a great selection of polos, T-shirts, hats, and great gift ideas with Father's Day coming up. We're going to get Dad a new tumbler, uh, so something for the car, something for the tailgate. It's all right there at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's top dog in the restaurant business. There's no question about that. When you're looking at lunch, dinner, or Sunday brunch, the best option is always going to be Restaurant Tyler. I'll be heading there for lunch again this week. I just I just feel like I'm, I, I need to go there. You know, I, I feel drawn to it. I'd forgotten, you know, when I went last week, I, I you know, I've been trying to avoid appetizers, right, Robbie? You know, those appetizers, that's just, that's just, you know, just get, get, get your meal. Don't worry about it. And then they ordered the crawfish dip, and I was like, oh. And you can't turn that down. I can. I couldn't. I was I was enabled, <clears throat> but it was so good. Just, it's those, just, little, those little pita chip type oh. things that they have and dipping. Oh, my gosh. 
so good. So good. It's the best appetizer in town. It, it's number one in my opinion. Barbecued okra. We had some of that too. So. I've never had a, a, a vegetable taste as much like a piece of bacon as a, as the barbecue okra does at Restaurant Tyler. If that's, not a a great resu- if that's not a great recommendation, I don't know what is. So next time you're there, don't just worry about get don't get the blue plate, but get some appetizers too at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi ready to serve you. Head to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Open an account and start building a relationship with your local Priority One Bank. It's important. Just like shopping local and eating local, you want to bank local too. You want to be able to know that if you decide you need to get a loan, you're talking to the same people you've been talking to since day one. Right? That's that, Those relationships are important. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is Rumblings Day here on Thunder and Lightning, which means we've got a lot of questions, and let's just jump uh, right into them. And our first one comes to us from Colton Watson. Back on track. We like to see that. Sorry for the smart mouth. I think everyone's a little sore after this poor baseball season. What else in life can make you be snappy with other people when it happens? When you're hungry. It's true. It's true. Whenever my children open their mouth, it's like, oh, the little one, especially she's, she's always got attitude. You know, the, she takes after her dad. The, the, yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. Uh, the older one, for the most part, is a sweetheart. Emily, though, she she she, she brings the heat sometimes when she talks. So, and I always have to just hit her with like, "Why are you yelling at me? Why am I getting this attitude? What what did I do?" Oh, you said that to me sometimes too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I treat you like my child. And sometimes I get a little snappy with you, and yeah, what did I do? You, you don't you understand where else. it came from. I don't I don't I don't like to be yelled at unless I'm the reason you're yelling. Like if I well, did something, if I did something, that's fine. Snap at me. I don't care. But if you're mad at somebody else and then you're gonna bring the heat to me, no, no, not acceptable. <laughs> I don't, but I don't it happens that. a lot. It does. Sometimes friends and family members disagree, and the best way to remedy that is for one to or both people to admit fault and ask for forgiveness. Who in your life beside your spouse are you most likely to admit you are wrong to? Hmm. It's harder for me sometimes to admit I was wrong to my spouse than just regular people. Yeah. My kids are old enough that I'm sometimes wrong with them. Like, you're, you're, you're natty. What, what is she going to tell you where you, you were wrong? So, but with mine, you know, they I mean, you'd be to, surprised. Well, yeah. But for me, it's like sometimes I, I react a certain way and that wasn't the right way. So I, you know, I get that. That's fine. Um, you know, Sometimes, it, 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 you know, I, I'm not saying wrong may be a, 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 the, the wrong word to use, but, you know, there are disagreements at work sometimes, and you got to work those out. Not between you and me. We, we get along. I feel like with, like, with our friends, especially guys, mm-hmm. it's very easy to get past, like, an argument or, like, a disagreement or, you know, if you if I prove that you were wrong on something with a fact, I mean, it's kind of hard for you to dispute that. So a lot of times we'll just say, yeah, okay, I was wrong with that. My bad. Yeah. Uh, moving forward here, the ginger beard man asks us, what was the Saints front office smoking when they signed Scott Lashley? That's that's harsh. That's kind of harsh. Yeah, I mean, the Saints, they bring him in and it doesn't cost them very much. Just 
bring him in. Let him have a let him have a look. I don't get this sometimes with with fans. Okay. Like, shouldn't you be happy that one of your players is now getting an opportunity in the NFL? And on top of that, it's you know, if if it does fall just right for Scott Lashley and he makes a roster, you have another player in the pros. Like, why like it's just it, that's just something that bugs me, like within this fan base sometimes. Like you're gonna crap on your player when you could obviously be utilizing this to your advantage. I I don't understand. It's kind of like the people that get mad that like Will Rogers gets some recognition from national media. Like, no, he's not any good. What are you talking about? Like, I don't understand that. I saw today, uh, and we'll talk about this more in more detail tomorrow's podcast. Rogers was named second team All SEC quarterback uh, by Athlons. <clears throat> and I'm and sure people are going to be upset about that. I was, I would be honest with you, I was surprised. I was surprised. So he was uh, second team. KJ was first team. Jay Daniels, third team, and Rattler, fourth team. Don't agree with that. Would have Dart ahead of Rattler. Yes. But people people are letting those last two games cloud their judgment with Rattler. Yes. He was not good until the Tennessee and Clemson games. No, I agree. Three hundred percent. So we'll talk more about and that. And I don't think he was very good in the bowl game. I can't remember he exactly. He was not. So uh, where are we here? Josh asked, "Would you rather fight one lion-sized bee or one one or one hundred bee-sized lions?" All right, and this is an easy question. A lion-sized bee would kill you if it stung you. No question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that stinger is going to be at least a foot long. It's it's going through you. Hundred lion-sized bees, you just step. They can't fly. Hundred bee-sized lions, they can't fly. They're just on the ground. Yeah, get, step on get a roach. Get a bottle of ha- hairspray and a lighter, yeah, and just burn them all. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. I'm just saying, you could just just a hundred bugs step on them. Well, up <clears throat> the big leg. I mean, the, the, you made a good point. If the bee, if the lion is the size of the bee, mm-hmm. it's just the size of the bee. It's not an actual bee, right, so it can't fly. It's going to be on four legs. Yeah, it's not going to be flying around. I'm just gonna step on. So, it's like it's an easy choice. It's basically like what would be a comparison, like a scorpion, maybe because the scorpion had the stinger and these, yeah. like the lion would have They're gonna teeth. bite you. But I mean, how big can their teeth be if if they're a, the size of a bee? It's not gonna. It's, it's not like hurt. an ant. It's yeah, almost it's like, like an ant. Yeah, it's not even gonna hurt. And it's, yeah, this is just a, a policy of mine. But I, people ask these way, like, you would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Always go with the smaller option. You don't want to fight anything big because it Agreed. Can, yeah, you want to fight the smaller options at all times. Yes. Uh, also from Josh, should Northeastern pitching coach Kevin Cobb be a candidate for the pitching job? Northeastern is ranked number two nationally in team ERA. I mean, put him on the list. Why not? Yeah, I, I ha- I've done some research on that guy a little bit the last couple of weeks because I saw some other people throw his name out. And um, I mean, wouldn't be a bad thing to just kind of do your due diligence on it. I mean, obviously you're going to want to do um, to go get a a bigger name. Like I, this wouldn't be my first choice. But wow, they're 41 and 12 this year. Hmm. Um, but it would be a, a guy on my list. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, they got a three-five earned run average. They've only walked 159 guys in 469 innings, and they've struck out 422. Now they're doing it on a much different level, but you can only do what you have in front of you. I mean, like it. It's not like they. It's not like he's at Mississippi State and they're playing FCS teams. I mean, they're he's playing the teams that are in front of him. So, I mean, you can only do what you got at your level, and it seems like he's doing a good job there. Agreed. The Maroon Mike podcast asks us, Tolu Smith is back. Let's say he's first and second on the team in both rebounds and points. State is a four or four through <clears throat> nine seed in the tournament. Top six in the SEC sniffs the second weekend of the tournament. Where is Tolu in the pantheon of the greats of MSU hoops? He's, he's right up there. Yeah. After this year, I think he's really going to move up. Like as he and where he is right now, he's you know second, third tier. He's not really right. he's not really in the conversation of right. an Eric Dampier, a Jarvis Bernardo. Um, you know, he might be a Charles Rhodes type right now. I think that's a comparable spot for him. Uh, but you know. I don't. I don't think he is at like Jarvis Bernardo's level. I mean, Jarvis has an NCAA record. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not at Eric Dampier's level right now. I don't think. So for me, the the top mm-hmm. two big I'm thinking men, centers. Yeah, well, the top two big men in MSU history are Bailey Howell and Eric Dampier. The, the, he's he, not going to get to Bailey Howell's level. No, no, or Dampier's in my opinion. Dampier, I mean, Dampier played in the Final Four and was a first round draft choice. Tough, 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 tough bill. The next tier is your Lawrence Roberts, Charles Rhodes, Jarvis Fernando tier. Mm-hmm. He is just below that right now. He could be <clears throat> close to being the third best big man in school history. He could eclipse Lawrence Roberts. Is, is Lawrence Roberts who I'm going to go with or Fernando? I'm going to go with Lawrence Roberts. I don't know, man. Lawrence Roberts was, was I mean, he two, was, two-time All-American? Yeah, he was a cons- and he was a consensus All-American. It was almost the player of the year. So, yeah. I mean, but if he if he takes this team and he has another All SEC campaign, yeah, it's going to be close. That's that's where I would have it. I mean, he's definitely ahead of like a. To me, he's ahead of like Arnett Moultrie, who had a really good season. But I think Tolu's already accomplished more than him in two years. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like Charles Rhodes, Jarvis Renardo, That's where he's. That's where he could land. But he's. I think he's definitely going to be like a second tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I don't think he's going to fall below that. I think this is going to be a right, guy that right. we talk about for a long time. Yeah, I don't think he can eclipse Hal and Dampier, but he can be in that next group. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is, like, he has left his mark at Mississippi State, and it will be even further cemented this year mm-hmm. by the fact that he turned basically turned down Kentucky and people that are tampering with him behind the scenes uh, to come back to Mississippi State and turn down an opportunity to go. Uh, overseas or wherever he was going to go in the pro level to come back to state. I think that 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 kind of stuff is what really means a lot to to this fan base in particular. Agreed. Trotter Flynn says a recent episode of the Rewatchables posed an interesting question: Is Trading Places a Christmas movie? Very similar to the tired Die Hard argument. The episode also states that Trading Places airs every Christmas Eve in Italy, for what it's worth. Trading Place is absolutely a Christmas movie. Totally set around the holidays. Thanks. There's a big scene where uh, Winthorpe shows up in a disgusting Santa outfit at the, uh, the Duke and Duke Christmas party. Uh, and then, of course, it goes into New Year's uh, when they uh, when they, when they uh, they uh, are on the train. It's New Year's Eve. It's a Christmas movie, for sure. 
Okay. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I'm I haven't like really gotten into trading places. I got you. It's a good movie. It's a funny movie. Will Chandler wants us to settle these hotly contested junk food rivalries from the eighties. Hubba Bubba or Bubblicious? Do I have to do all of these because you weren't around in the eighties? I mean, I've had all of the. I mean, this is an eighties thing. It says eighties, so I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm good for this. Is these are all things that I've had in my lifetime. All right, I'm definitely going Hubba Bubba. I think Bubblicious was like there were three big bubble gums when I was a kid. Hubba Bubba, Bubble Yum, and Bubblicious. Bubblicious was the third tier. See, I like Bubblicious better than Hubba Bubba and Bubba Yum. I, think I, I just feel like there's more. It's like it's got this like kind of tart taste. I to didn't it. like the tart taste. That's that's okay. Well, that's yeah. what that's that's where we're that's where we're different then. Right. I like the tart taste to uh, it. Not me. Not me. All right, tricks or Fruit Loops? Uh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is the king. I mean, yes. I, I still eat Fruit Loops. I couldn't tell you the last time I bought tricks without milk, of course. Without milk. One of my favorite scenes in a movie though is from Ted Two. Where Liam Neeson goes to buy tricks. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. And he's talking to Ted and he's like, I've been told these are for children only. And like Ted is trying to convince him that he can buy the tricks. Like, so if I buy these, there'll be no trouble. I can't really do, I can't really do Silly that. Rabbit. Tricks are yeah. for kids. I can only really do Liam Neeson in one word. And that's, I saw a video of Kevin Pollock who explained that he does one word impressions where you have to do a word but it's not a word they would normally say. And so the word for, uh, for Liam Neeson is bananas. He's bananas. Bananas. Yeah, that's how he would say it. <laughs> so I can do that, but I can't get the whole impression right. It's, that's it's, how it's, my grandmother would say it, too. Is it? Bananas? There you go. But she also says tomatoes and Walmarts and Kroger's. Tomatoes? Yes. There you go. I'll stay on this here. Twinkies or Ding Dongs? I mean, Twinkie is the undisputed king of snacks. You can't beat a Twinkie. That's it's number one. Laffy Taffy or Now and Laters? I don't like Taffy that much. Now and Laters are disgusting. I would, I, I would probably say Laffy Taffy. I just, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not, not down either for either one. Yeah, I, the real answer is Airheads. Oh, yeah. No, I do love Airheads. Yeah. Remember, did you ever did you ever have Warheads? Oh yeah, the, the sour little, ones? real sour yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 that was like real popular at our school when I was oh, elementary. Yeah, yeah. Last one: Cool Ranch Doritos or Cheetos? Ooh, this is a tough one. I'm gonna be just straight up honest with you. I hate Cool Ranch Doritos. Disgusting. Not, what? Not a fan. I love Cool Ranch. Only only Dorito I'll eat is nacho cheese. I love Cool Ranch. Cheetos, uh, is but I'm gonna go Cheetos either way. Um, Cheddar jalapeno Cheetos are the best ones. I just, it's funny you mentioned that while you were uh, rambling through all of our great sponsors, Mm -hmm. I was eating Cheetos. There you go. Because I'm an adult and I could do whatever I want. Whatever. Do do you like the regular Cheeto? Like the, like if you had to pick the regular, not the, not like the special flavors. I don't know. Do you like the regular uh, Cheetos, like the crispy ones, or like the puffs. I want the crispy ones. Yeah, I'm good with either. Yeah, I, there man, was a I, time like the I puffs. really got into the puffs when you're when you're younger. The puffs were the thing, but now, yeah, I just want Cheetos, just regular Cheetos. And I'm gonna I'm gonna really deliver a hot take here. The off-brand Cheeto puffs mm-hmm. are better than the regular Cheeto puffs. 
I will agree with that. Like the big, big the blue bag. The blue bag is good. Or, of course, the big uh, jar with the purple lid. The tub. Yeah. 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 Those, are the, those are the Cheeto balls. Yes. 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 Brian likes the Cheeto balls. I, I You know, I do like them. Um, Kevin Wright. Any chance Christian Pulisic stays in England or is he bound for Italy? I don't know where he's bound for, but I don't I don't think I don't know where he's gonna go. He's I don't think he's staying at Chelsea though. That, he's that, bound for glory. All right, well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, rank these songs Prince wrote for other artists. Stand back by Stevie Nicks, Manic Monday by the Bengals, Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor, Round and Round by Tevin Campbell. First off, round and round, the only round and round is by Rat. All right, so that's definitely dead last. Um, I'm torn between Stand Back. Did you know what album that came from? Round and Round? Mm-hmm. By Rat or by Tevin Campbell? By Rat. It's on Out of the Cellar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. So I'm torn here on number one between Stand Number one's back. nothing compares to you. Okay, so that's, that's I'll go with you on that one. So then Stand Back 2 and Manic Monday 3? So so the round and round, I'm trying to remember I don't what even that remember is. the song. Let, let me let me just catch this real quick. So, so he's gonna Robbie's gonna play it for himself here so he can he can hear it. I don't need to hear it. I know it's last. It's gonna be behind Manic Monday. That was a huge hit. Yeah, no, I mean, wasn't a huge fan of Manic Monday, but but yeah, nothing compares to you. Which I would put the covers the the covers of that mm-hmm. is uh, Chris Cornell number one, then Shanae O'Connor. But go. that that's my number one. Let, let's right. let me hear this real quick. All right, we're waiting on Robbie here. He's going to listen. It's got it's got Prince in the video. Can you hear this? No. Okay. Which is fine. I don't need to hear it. It's last. Oh, Robbie's getting down. I wish we had okay, I mean, I, it's got a nice beat to it, but I just right. I don't four. remember it, so it's probably End last. End of the story. Uh, Brick Thomas. Does Mississippi State always find a way to find a diamond in the rough? Being Baseball being done, but we're getting a returning toe loop. Well, it's just like anything else in life, you know. It's never all bad or all good, you know. You just you take the good, I mean, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. I think, uh, I think people just like hope. Mm-hmm. It's well, kind of yeah. like you know, most of this year we talked until the, I guess the Auburn series, we talked about you know, well, if they just do this and this, if they you know, if they can win, the, I mean, we. We saw last year, and then things were happening in the same way this year, and we still kept saying, well, they still got a shot until we just finally gave up. But usually there's always going to be hope. There's always going to be, you know, a silver lining. So Mm -hmm. I think that's probably, you know, that's probably how that goes. Agreed. Also from Brick Thomas, if you were a fish, what fish would you want to be and why? I'd want to be as a, I mean, a whale. Now, a whale is a mammal. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I guess it's not really a fish, <laughs> even though they've it's have, not really a fish. It's it's a mammal. Well, they I, live they in the ocean. Directly in the eye of the great fish, mammal, whatever. They have fins. They live in the ocean. They're mammals. I mean, 
So we're okay, so, ass, so don't go dolphin either. It wouldn't be a shark either, I guess. No, a shark is a fish. Okay, well, then it'd be a shark. Yeah, I want to be a great white. I want to be at chain. the top of the food chain of whatever. What if I'm going to be an animal, I want to be something that is not Apex going. Apex predator. That's right. I'm the Randy Orton of the seas. There you go. That's what I want to be. Good call. Uh, let's see here. Next question is from Zach Huzak. Which of these would make the biggest difference for the upcoming sports years? Football scoring 34 points per game, eighth to fifth in the SEC. Basketball mm-hmm. shooting 32% from three from last to ninth. Baseball ERA at five last to ninth. Those that's are all a good, huge difference, first and foremost. That's a good question. I would tell you that if football averages 34 points per game, they'll easily win nine games. So I guess you have to say, tell yourself, like, what, what are, what is, if, if state does that in football, like you said, they could win nine games, but that's kind of their ceiling. Like, I, I don't think it that's going to, to take 10 at, at, at 34 points per game. I mean, at that point, other but, than LSU and Alabama, who am I just looking at and saying, well, they can't beat them. But what I'm saying is like, as far as, you know, with the implications of the season, like where Mississippi State can go. Yeah. That's only going to get you like a like a pretty good bowl game, which would be a really big deal for you. Yeah. In you basketball to be in the uh in the the top tier bowls. You know, in basketball, if you shoot that way, you could be a sweet 16 team. Yeah. In baseball, you could be a host team. And so which which the biggest difference kick? then is baseball. Yeah. I guess you 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 tell yourself which carries mo, mo, the most weight with you. Right. For me, I think the most important thing, like a, a ten win football season, would be greater than going to the Sweet Sixteen in basketball to me mm-hmm. from an exposure standpoint, and it would be greater than hosting a regional. I agree with what you're saying, but the question is, which would make the biggest difference? The biggest difference is going from not being in the NCAA tournament to hosting the NCAA tournament. Whereas the, there, there's no difference, for, you know, between State was in the the Relia Quest Bowl, call it what you want, last year. If they were to go to the Citrus Bowl next year, that's not that huge a difference. Right, that's, that's what State I'm was saying. was in the like, NCAA tournament last year. If they make it to the second weekend, that's a big difference. But they were in the tournament last year. So the question is the biggest difference. I think it has to be the pitching. Yeah, probably so. I mean, I, you're not making a huge jump from a points-per-game standpoint. Right. Uh, going to 34, you know. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, one more set of questions here, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the ads. Uh, this one comes to us from – hold on one second. Uh, from uh, Brogan Fairchild, what is your favorite movie that was made in the year you were born? So Before you were born. Is that what it says? Oh, that was what was your favorite movie that was made? Oh, well, that's right. an easy one for me. Uh, Godfather. God. Yeah. Yep. Same for both of us. Oh, okay. It's the same. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, really looking forward to the Thunder and Lightning Catfish Tour. What would What is going to be your rubric? Great word, rubric, for judging catfish. We're not judging the catfish. We're just going to eat it. As long as it tastes good to me, I'm going to be happy. And, and with, with superior judging catfish, by the, we're judging not, by the catfish we had the other day, it's going to be very yeah. tough to not taste good. When you start with a product like that, the rest of kind of takes care of itself, you know. Just don't put any, you know, actual, you know, mouse droppings in the uh, the breading, and we should be really good. <laughs> so, 
Don't put pickles in the breading, and and you should be good for Brian. Please, no pickles. No pickling of any kind. All right, let's move on into the rest of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Whatever you're looking to cook this weekend, or if you're looking for a great weeknight meal for your family, you want to be looking at beef. Head to your local grocery stores, talk to your meat market managers, talk to your, uh, your butchers, and get some great deals going. If you're looking for recipes, they've got them at uh, msbeef.org. A lot of great stuff there. It's very easy weeknight meal for your family where beef is the star of the show. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. And don't forget when you support Two Brothers. And but when we say support Two Brothers, you're, you're kind of supporting yourself, right? You're taking yourself out to eat at a, at a great restaurant to enjoy a great meal. But when you do that, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative. They are a Bulldog NIL business, which means when your dollars go to Two Brothers, their dollars go to the Bulldog Initiative. That's a great Situation that's a win-win for everybody in Starkville would encourage a lot more businesses to be like Two Brothers and get involved in Bulldog NIL. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Great products, great service. That's what they have at Advantage Business Systems, and they've had them there, and they've been offering that to you for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, you need a copier, a printer, computers, laptops, information, or mailing systems, Call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, call them back. No waiting on hold, no no 1-800 numbers, no out-of-state technicians. Mississippi people helping you out, in a lot of cases, the exact same day that you called. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue and their Collegiate Collection. I keep telling you about it. It's the best around. They've got the polos and the quarter zips and the pullovers and the, and you want to you want to be wearing uh, this year. When you get to Davis Wade Stadium, you don't want to be walking around in a three color Adidas with two different color sleeves and a gigantic banner M on it. You want to look good. You want to have a logo that you want to wear. They've got those at the Rogue. If you haven't already, go to the Rogue and Jackson and ask to see their collegiate collection or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. They've heard your cries for help at Dolce. They're opening earlier for breakfast, 7.30 a.m. starting this week. You can head in there and grab bagels, breakfast sandwiches, and a great cup of coffee to start your day the right way. So 7.30 a.m. kickoff time at Dolce. And, of course, throughout the day, if you want to head back for lunch, they have the best grilled cheese sandwiches in town. Shout out to Mayor Sproul. Or you just want to give yourself a sweet treat. Make it happen with the incredible gelato selection there. But breakfast, 7.30 a.m., Tuesday through Saturday. That's at 509 University Drive and our friends at Dolce. Kyle Wilson asks us, times you thought you were going to die. No medical stuff, tornadoes, explosions, etc. <sighs> I don't. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I was like, this might be it. Never been like enough. you felt like you're about to die. Yeah, like in terms of like a car, you know, a tornado or an, an act of God. I'm trying to think. I've ever been, I haven't been ever been in a car crash. You know, never been on a plane where like it dropped altitude or anything. You know, I've been in in bad weather, but never to the point where I was like, this is not 
where I, where I want to be right this second. The the tornado would probably be the only one for me. Mm-hmm. That was um, twenty two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. No, two thousand ten. Okay. Tornado hit um, Ackerman. It went through my backyard. I was in my room. I was by myself mm-hmm. at my parents' house. I was home for the weekend from college, and my dad left to go to one of my cousin's recitals or something. I stayed home to watch the NFL draft because I wanted to see if uh, Anthony Dixon and Jamar Chaney were going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of waiting on that. It was like the second day of the draft. It was on a Saturday, and it was right around lunch. Well, all of a sudden, like we knew bad weather was coming, the lights just pop off. Mm-hmm. And I have this big window behind my bed. I turn around, get off my bed. I look out the window, and all I see outside are pine trees, like, touching the ground. They were The wind was blowing so hard. And it was it got to the point where it was, like, so gray outside, I couldn't mm-hmm. see anything. Like, I guess the wind and rain was so, so hard. I run into the hallway. My parents have their um, – like return air and all that stuff in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And there's like the air conditioner unit or whatever is in the wall. And there's these double doors. They blew open. Ooh. I don't even know how that happened, but the double doors blew open. And all of a sudden a stick hit my parents' window. Mm-hmm. And that is the only damage that happened to the house. Like mm. a little square of the window got blown out. That's it. So I go outside, and every tree is at the doorstep. Like, I walk outside and hit. I can't even see anything. There's these pine trees just laying right at the door. Mm-hmm. So I, I called my mom. I was like, hey, I think a tornado just hit the house. I don't know what's going on, but, like, it's damage everywhere. I walk out the front, and the, my dad's church is right up the hill. Mm-hmm. And the front, the front uh, awning, like the stoop or whatever, had been pulled off the church and was laying like on the ground, like wow. facing me. And all the windows had been blown out of the church. Like it was bad. It was a. It ended up being an F three. Wow. But I, I thought that I was going to die that day. Like I, mm. like I had never been so scared in my life. I have never had anything like that. So, lucky me. Well, you know, I mean. Starville never gets hit by tornadoes, no. knock on wood. And Vicksburg is some, one of those cities too that it, for the most part tornadoes avoid it. I think it's the like the hills and stuff yeah, in Vicksburg. Like I don't yeah. really know how that works and a weather expert might be able to explain that, but they've always said there's this bubble around Starville mm-hmm. and I feel like it's the like maybe the landscape of the like the one day a tornado is going to hit Starkville and it's going to wipe it out. It's just going to be bad cuz it's just <laughs> been so many years of of avoiding it. Well, everything just pulls up before it gets to start. Well, it just pulls up. I don't know how that works, but yeah. All right, let's move forward here. Paul Barrett asked, rank these qualities of wings from most to least important size, cook quality and texture, uh, sauce slash rub, the dipping sauce. Dipping sauce is last. I mean, if a good wing, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to put it in range. Right. The, the, That's just it's just a nice little the texture cherry on top. is important. If it's not crispy, if you've got a chewy skin, that's 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 no good. 
And then I would say the sauce or the rub, because that's where all the flavor comes from. And then the sides, I mean, I'll eat small wings if they taste good. Yeah, I'll, I'll just eat 20 of those. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go cook quality texture one, sauce rub two, size three, dipping sauce four. I'm good with it. All right. If you found a genie and he offered you a deal where every X year state would win a national title in baseball, but all the years in between would be garbage, what's the highest value of X where you take the deal? And the next question is, I just want to, I'm going to do this two at one here. What about the same deal, but you're guaranteed, you're only guaranteed to make it to Omaha? Here's the issue with this. Mississippi State is an elite baseball program. Why would I take this deal? They just won a national title. Yeah. I don't need to take this deal. I would just be like, you know what? I'm good where now for football, we, we can talk, but for baseball, I'll just take my chances with the how the program is supposed to be normally. All right. Yeah, I mean, eventually it's going to settle back in. Right. All right, let's see here. This is where I've got a bunch of idiots in my mentions. Yes, about. we're about to we're about to fall into the yeah uh, Kobe sucks categories. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, our friend R.J. Sweatman, why does the technology not exist to get a future Robbie, or at least get his name listed as a host of the podcast? I, you know, I, future Brian has told me many times that he is friends with future Robbie. Future Robbie's a great guy, uh, but Future Robbie is not. Uh, you know, he he doesn't want to come back to work on those days. So I understand. You know, he's he's done his share of work at that point, and he's got other things to do. Future Robbie has a flying car. Yeah, that's true. If 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 there is ever a day where news breaks of such a huge magnitude that Future Robbie's services are needed, I feel confident Future Robbie will show up. the The reason that Future Brian is on the job most of the time is that future Brian has access to the technology needed for this podcast. Exactly. I'm the, I'm the lazy one. I just drop in and I talk when I'm supposed to, and I leave. There you go. Uh, also from RJ, Lamonis was given the keys to a Ferrari and drove it off a cliff. Does he get another P five job with his resume? Absolutely. What a national title. Yeah, somebody will definitely. Somebody's going to hire him for sure. But first of all, he's still the coach here, so you know yeah, we'll see. That's, that's the other thing too. Yeah, until it ends, he's got his shot to turn it around. Yeah. So I mean, as much as a lot of people are off the bandwagon there, I mean, he still is alive. He's still. Yeah. You know, he could very well be the Undertaker sit up in Tombstone the rest of the SEC. I don't know. Would that make Gotro Paul Bearer? Very well could make him Paul Bearer. I'm, I like this analogy because Dan McDonald is Kane. He's already yes. wearing red. And they're both they've both been the big red machine, right? They've both been kind of left for dead this year. Yeah. Everybody's counting them out. We'll see if they're able to rise from the dead. State, State wins 50 games next year, and you just hear Gotro down in the dugout. Oh, yes. My God, that's Chris Lamonis' music. I can't wait to have the gif of Lamonis on The Undertaker. Popping up out of the coffin if state gets to like 45 wins next year. Oh, yeah. That's coming. Yeah. I hope you're right. Jay in Baltimore ranked these bad to another bad to worst regarding the beach. First off, the worst is the beach. The I beach, hate the beach. I, I'm so sorry. overrated. I, I know, I know everybody, brother, not everybody, here. but no, I know I love, a lot of people love the beach here. Just sit by the pool, man. Go get you a nice hotel and sit by the pool. Much better. I mean, 
the salt right. and the water. Well, let's get to it. Here it is. Sunburn, sand in your underwear, swimming in what is essentially a toilet, salt water in your eyes, jellyfish. Jellyfish. Jay, Jay is making so many great points here that nobody seems to bring I'll up. I'll be totally honest with you. These are all tied for first. These are all reasons not to go to the beach. I mean, yeah, I just want to go sit out there for 15 hours and cook. Like, I like going to beach towns because yes. there's good restaurants or shopping. There's a lot of fun stuff to do. But the actual beach, I need like 30 minutes, man. Just go out there, look at the water. It's beautiful. All right, it's time to go. Another thing on, that needs to be on this list, the smell of sunscreen. I hate the smell of sunscreen. Okay. Uh, but as far as this list is concerned, I mean, sunburn's got to be number one, right? That's yeah. something that lingers for several days and it, it ruins actual. You. That's actual pain. Well, jellyfish you know, cause actual pain, though. You can't take a sh- a good shower. No. You, I mean, you go you go back on the beach the next day. You're still so, burnt. Let me tell you a story. So my 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 first ever real trip to the beach was uh, in 2008, 2009. I don't remember. I went to Tampa for a wedding. And, you know, for years I've gone to the pool and I would never wear sunscreen, right? My natural genetic heritage would just carry me and I would I'd get a good tan and that was it, right? So nobody told me that the, like, the, the sun at the beach is different. Like you get yes. those reflections. Didn't know, right? So I went out that first day, just stayed out all day on the beach and drove. They had a private beach at this hotel. So it, was, it wasn't as bad, right? Buddy, when I left there on Sunday, I had like my skin was bubbling up off of me. Yeah. Like, and we had to drive Blisters. back to Starkville from Tampa. And that was not a pleasant drive, let me tell you. The thing about the sun at the beach is like it can be cloudy and you can get burned. You still get like burned. You, and you don't realize like you're getting burned mm-hmm. until after the fact. Right. But anyway, this list, sunburn number one. Okay. Um, jellyfish number two. I'm going sure. pain first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then... Sand in your underwear can cause pain. Sand in your underwear is is pretty bad, but I I think probably swimming in the ocean. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that I'm in someone else's home. Yeah. I'm in in a shark's home, (laughs) and we can't see it. One of my favorite lines in a movie, it's one very underrated line, is from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And uh, it's the scene where Marcus is in, I I don't know, whatever city he's in. And he's, you know, right after Indiana Jones has said he'll blend in and you see that he is not blended in. And the guy offers him some water and he says, water? Oh, no, thank you. Fish make love in it. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought of it that way. That's true. It's true. Didn't they say, didn't Moana say on Moana I haven't seen Moana. Fish, fish pee in the ocean or something like she was mad at the ocean, so she said fish pee in you or yeah, something like that. I, I can believe I haven't seen it, so I'll have to take your word for that. I was the, like, it took me a while to get that, and then I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. All right, Brian uh, McDuff asked us. You never ranked that. It doesn't matter. They're all bad. They're all number one. They are all okay. terrible things. I'm good with it. Brian McDuff, are we sure Johnny beat the devil in the fiddle competition? Well, I mean, yeah, the the devil. Lowered his head because he knew that he'd been beat, right? I always kind of like lost myself in that song when the yeah. fiddle really started to get going. Yeah. 
So I, I never really, you know, remembered the end of the story. And also, there's a they did a, a sequel to that song, and the devil comes back, and he, I mean, he tells Johnny that he that he beat him once before. Really? Yeah. Like Charlie you Daniels. Heard of that? As Charlie Daniels is in it. Uh, it's the singers in it are Johnny Cash, Travis Tritt, and Marty Stewart. You should check that out. What oh. is the better? Um, Music battle with the devil. Is it Charlie Daniels with the fiddle or Tenacious D with the pick of destiny? That's a good question. That's a very good question. So have to, have to that might be that might be for another day. Uh Sheldon Nations, did you know that there were seals native to the Gulf Coast until the nineteen fifties, officially deemed extinct in two thousand eight? Did not know that, that there were seals Interesting. down there. Did not know. Uh let's see here. Uh, Bat, Brad Baxter, most likely to happen next year, a Florida bowl game, the Sweet 16, or hosting a regional. Uh, I think Florida bowl game is yeah. most likely, isn't it? Yeah. Just because they did it last year. Right. I mean, it, it, they, they were in well, – the, the, the Reclaw Glass Bowl used to be the Outback Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have so many – they could go to the Gator Bowl this year. Yeah. You know, that's a Florida bowl game. So that's the most that's the that's it's the most to easily make predictions about basketball, about the tournament, because you just don't ever know. Well, I mean, here's the thing too, like the Sweet Sixteen, the last time they went to a Sweet Sixteen was ninety six, right? Mm-hmm. Baseball, they've had back to back nine win SEC seasons. So those two things are gonna be tougher to do because they either haven't been done in the last couple of years, they haven't been done in a decades mm-hmm. florida bowl games have been done three or four times for mississippi state in the last decade so i think that's probably the most likely agreed uh who's your pick to win the titles in hoover and omaha this year in hoover i definitely going to go arkansas they're playing the best right now they seem like they're the best team in my omaha, question with arkansas is their arms because that's the key in hoover they just got to stay in the winner's bracket and they'll be okay i could see florida Florida's another good choice there. Even though that's kind of contradicts my statement because they haven't been great on the mound, but mm-hmm. and then I, Florida, Florida's up there. In Omaha, hmm. again, you know, they're just so – it's so tough. Can you know, the SEC win, what, like the fourth straight or whatever? How many? Four straight. Can they win four straight titles? Who won in 18? Oregon Virginia? State. Oregon State. State. That's right. They beat yeah, because they beat State. It That's would be right. it would be four if this if the SEC won this year, it would be five out of the last six, if I'm correct. Man, could this be could this be Arkansas's year that nobody's talking about them? Just well, first, they're number four in the nation. People are talking about. Them. No, people aren't. People are kind of discounted them because they've had injuries. Southern Miss is my choice. <laughs> God, can you imagine that? Scott Barry just went ahead and got out ahead of the curve. He's like, you know what? I'm not playing that game. We're going to win the national title, and then I'll be on the beach, and it won't be my fault. Seriously, can you imagine if Southern Miss won it and Mississippi won three straight? That would be be something unbelievable. I would have told you Vanderbilt until about three weeks ago. Really, yeah, not playing great. They have not played well. Their pitching situation. LSU at the end of the day. Can anybody beat Skeens twice? Because that's going to have to happen at some point. You know, I don't know if their offense is good for that. That's true for that field. Yeah, they they a lot of home runs. I don't know if they. Yeah, that's a good question. 
I mean, it's a good hitting team, just, but I feel totally like they're relying the number one team in the nation here, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, yeah. I just don't. I don't. They they haven't really been there. That that's yeah. my biggest. So that's the thing, though. Like, it's impossible to tell. It's impossible. It really is. Okay. Well, at this point last year, we didn't even think Ole Miss was going to make the tournament. That's right. All right, we got any more questions here? These are a lot of lot of stuff going on here. Uh, Hale State Muse asks us, Jans is returning his entire starting five from an NCAA caliber team. It's not an NCAA caliber team. They were in the tournament last year. While adding high-quality scores like Taylor, Fort, and Hubbard, what are your early projections for the floor and the ceiling? Well, the floor is just to make it back to the tournament, and the ceiling would be to make the second weekend. I mean, I'd make it, would, it would be very disappointing if they don't make the tournament. Yeah, they'll make the tournament. Um, that might be it. No, here we go. Uh, if you could somehow, people ask us this question a lot. If you could somehow disassociate any knowledge from other college teams from their colors, what color scheme would you swap states for if you had to? I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Mississippi State's maroon and white. End, end of the story. Like I, I can't, yeah, I'm good with the state's color scheme. Yeah, I, I, it's impossible to to disassociate like you're saying. It, it just, it's just not. You can't do it. Mississippi State is maroon and white. That's just that's just where they are. I just wish they didn't have the same colors as A and M and the same apparel company too. Right, right. And let's see here. Um, moving on. I'm not answering that question. Hunter Bullware, the final tally mileage of free bases totaled 11.22 miles. What are your thoughts? It's too many. That's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles. Um, also, what SEC teams do you think see making it to Omaha? I think LSU will make it to Omaha. I think Arkansas will make it to Omaha. I think Florida will make it to Omaha. I'm going to give you a wild card here. Nobody's hotter than Auburn. They're playing really yeah, good baseball see. right now. They might make it too. I'm gonna give you. Four. They're starting to figure out their pitching situation. Yeah, that would be three trips for Butch Thompson at a place that doesn't go to Omaha very often. Yeah, it's not yeah. like they've just been you know dominant in the SEC. Like their their seasons have not been. Yeah, they haven't been great. They, they, but, but they they get hot at the right time. He he knows what to do to push those buttons. Mm-hmm. I agree. Another thing, like their their pitching is never like they did have a, a year where they had two great pitchers that I thought their right. pitching was really good. But other than that, the pitching has never been just dominant. Just dominant. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Alexandra Watson, what's worse, driving down the road with your mosquito with a mosquito in your car, or laying in bed and hitting a mosquito in your bedroom? It's definitely the bedroom. You can always roll down the windows and the mosquito will go out. But yeah, in your that's house, true. I mean, what are you doing? You got to get up. You don't want to do that. Definitely, definitely the bedroom. Uh, Mangum Cafe. Was Colton Ledbetter better than you expected? I'll be honest with you. He was a little below expectations for me. I thought we, you'd get more power out of him. I can say that. I mean, he, he was. Just, I, th- I thought he was real. I thought he was just real steady. Yeah, steady. But I, I expected a little bit more. I expected a little bit more of what you got from RJ Yeager, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I can say that. Pick four players from the 23 baseball roster that we must keep. This is going to be interesting if you take any pitchers. I would not. Well, I, I do think they need to keep like Drangelo and Bradley Lofton. All right, so who sure. are the other two then? 
On Dakota Jordan. Yeah. Hunter Hines. See, I would say I, I mean, if you need I David Mershon, I want to keep Mershon and Highfield too. I'm, I'll, I'll just take my chances with the pitching staff. Yeah, that's true. That's how I would look at it. Do you have a favorite Keith Whitley song? I do not. So Keith Whitley died at a really like early age. Did yeah. he not? Yes, he died like in like the nineties, didn't he? Yes. Let me let me just see what if I if I remember Don't Close Your Eyes was a good song. Okay. Oh, when you say nothing at all, which has been done by like That's a good song. Five or six people, I feel like. Sure. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, died in eighty nine. Yeah. He died he died a month before I was born. There you go. I didn't realize he like he was already dead before I just remember hearing his songs growing up. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. All right. Our last question today is going to get a one-word answer. Josh Patrick, is it legal for a coach to donate to the NIL fund to get better players, donate some money now to ensure future millions? No. No, it's not. It's not. All right, tomorrow's show, uh, some more college football talk. We will go deeper into those Athlons preseason all-SEC teams and talk about who from Mississippi State made it and, and whether or not we agree with that. Also, tomorrow I'm scheduled to talk with David Ubbin from The Athletic. He covers college football for them, for the specifically the SEC. So another good interview for us tomorrow. We'll get his thoughts on the SEC and some Mississippi State stuff as well. Looking forward to that conversation. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.